Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their cravings and emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And if you're not a member of my Lose Your Cravings Patreon community, then what are you waiting for? This is your opportunity to learn more about your cravings and how to reduce them so you can feel in control around the foods you love. As a member of my Lose Your Cravings Patreon community, you get exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content, private workshops, and free digital downloads to help you dive deeper into your cravings, emotional eating, so you can leave them behind. When you're ready to join my Lose Your Cravings Patreon community and support the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash lose your cravings. Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode. Today, we are talking about fat. And more specifically, is fat a feeling? How many of you have said this before? I feel fat. I think probably everybody is nodding their head, raising their hand, making some sort of like, yes, <laughs> that's me. I know I have said this countless of times. And we as a society often use the term fat as a feeling. Now, is fat really a feeling? Can you feel fat? Or is there something deeper going on? Okay, so let's dive in and investigate. Let's start with the definition of fat. Okay, so I have a few here. A natural, oily, or greasy substance occurring in animal bodies, especially when deposited as a layer under the skin or around certain organs. Another one is animal tissue consisting chiefly of cells distended with greasy or oily matter. And the last one is of a person or animal having a large amount of excess flesh. Fat is fat, my friends. It is a noun. It can be used as a verb or an adjective. It's a thing, an animate object. You can see it. You can taste it when you eat fat. Not your own fat, of course, but when you're eating food. Um, fat is a natural part of our bodies. Our bodies need fat to sustain life. And in fact, every cell in our body needs fat in order to function. So that's fat. Now let's look at the definition of a feeling. So a feeling is an emotional state or reaction, or it's a vibration in your body. A feeling is a vibration in your body. It is experienced in your body and is usually felt um, towards something or someone, right? Um, examples of feelings are mad, angry, peaceful, grateful, agitated, or anxious. It's those one word descriptors, right? So can you feel fat? No, you can't feel fat in the in the sense of feeling, right? Like we would feel sad or mad or angry. We can't feel fat, right? The physical fat stored in our bodies is not an emotion and therefore cannot be something we feel. 
when we use this common term and identify as feeling fat, this can lead to negative or self-sabotaging actions like restricting food or food groups, over-exercising, overeating, or obsessive thoughts about food or your body. Emotions have nothing to do with the size of your body. And feeling fat, like when we say, oh, I feel fat, it has nothing to do with the scale. The, the feeling of bodily sensations that we identify as feeling fat has nothing to do with the size, shape, or weight of our body, okay? So people in larger bodies, as well as those in smaller bodies, experience feeling fat. Now, it's important to note here that body image does not correlate with body size. So if you are in a smaller body, that does not automatically mean you have a good body image or you like your body or you never feel fat. And if you are in a larger body, that does not mean that you have a negative body image and would definitely like always feel fat. Okay. So if logically we can't feel fat, what is making us feel fat? So one reason is because of our increased bodily awareness. This happens when something or someone brings awareness or attention to our body. Like someone commenting on your appearance. Uh, maybe you compare yourself physically to someone else. Uh, maybe it's just like sometimes when we feel sweaty, we can feel like our body, a little. we're a little more aware of our body. Um, feeling movement or jiggles when we exercise, we're like running up, running up and down, jumping up and down or running. We feel parts of our body jiggling and shaking, right? And that brings awareness. Um, clothes that feel tight or uncomfortable brings bodily awareness. Um, maybe we're bloated or we're feeling unwell. So we could also feel fat when we are experiencing PMS or we ate too much and we're overly stuffed. Or maybe when we are tired or exhausted. We could also feel fat because we may be experiencing other emotions such as uncomfortable, lonely, unpleasant, or frustrated. These emotions might be difficult for us to kind of pinpoint or to define, and we associate them with a negative body experience, thus feeling fat. So it's like this blanket term of like, I don't feel good in my body, I must be feeling fat. So what's really going on when someone says they feel fat? If we can't feel fat, then what are we really feeling? So when someone says that they feel fat, what they really mean is that they don't feel comfortable in their body. They might be feeling sluggish, tired, inadequate, bloated, insecure, judged, guilty, or are having a bad body image day. And they just label it as feeling fat because that is what is accepted and taught to us by society and diet culture. So what's wrong with saying, I feel fat? Like, why not just say it? Like, oh yeah, we feel bad about our body. Why not just say it and use that? Now, you are an adult and you can choose the language you want. What I want to point out to you is that when you use the phrase, whether speaking out loud or thinking it in your head, 
how do you feel about yourself? When you say, I feel fat, how do you feel about yourself? How does that make you feel? I know that when I use this description, I feel fat, I would feel frustrated and hopeless about myself, right? I would feel useless and like I have failed. Like feeling fat was not a good thing, right? So when we use the phrase, I feel fat, to describe ourselves, it can depress us and bring up more negative emotions, right? Triggering negative self-talk and self-sabotaging behaviors like overeating, undereating, overexercising. So what is an alternative? If we're not, I don't say not supposed to, you can say whatever you want, but if you don't, if you're like, oh, I recognize this in myself and it doesn't make me feel good, like what can I use instead? So when you think or say, I feel fat, I want you to get curious. What are you really feeling? If fat is not a feeling, then what are you really feeling? Replace the word fat with a feeling like frustrated, agitated, lonely, stressed, bloated, uncomfortable, or anxious, or a host of any other emotions out there. Okay. So once you do this, you start to give your brain other options. You are defining what you are really feeling instead of creating this blanket statement that is only created creating a negative emotion and self-sabotaging behaviors. When you identify what you are really feeling, then you can address that emotion and give yourself what you need. You can address the stress. You can address the loneliness. You can address the overwhelm. Okay. And yes, you are still going to experience a negative emotion, just as if you were to say, I feel fat. However, you are describing what's true for you versus using a blanket statement that is creating a negative emotion for you. And we're not really getting to that root cause. We're not saying like what is really going on for us. And when you know what is true for you, you are able to address that this emotion is a in, in a way that serves you, okay? So maybe you, um, maybe you work on stress management techniques. Maybe you address the loneliness. Like, how can I address my loneliness in a way that serves me? How can I address my overwhelm? Okay, I need to make a list of things to do. Okay. How do you address boredom in a way that serves you? Okay. Um, and really like addressing that root cause, addressing the emotion, that's what we want, right? That's what helps us reduce our cravings and our emotional eating. I just did a workshop on emotional cravings, emotional eating, right? Um, so yeah, this is what we want. So the next time you find yourself saying, I feel fat, pause and ask yourself, what am I really feeling? It's not fat, but what is it? And see how this will, first of all, see what comes up for you and see how this shifts your relationship with yourself and your relationship with food. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on the podcast, I invite you to head on over to the app that you are listening to me on and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we reach and help more people. I'd greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where we explore what 
healthy means and how this term can derail our goals and cause our cravings. You won't want to miss it, my friends. Until next time, have a great week. Bye, y'all.